This is HPR episode 2071 entitled Undocumented Features of AFNUV5R Radio and is part of the series QSK HAM Radio. It is hosted by Mr. X and is about 9 minutes long. The summary is Follow on show about undocumented features I found on my AFNUV5R Radio. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Welcome, Hacker Public Radio audience. My name is Mr. X, and this is my 12th HPR podcast. It's a follow-on one from the previous episode I did about a documentary that I liked and a piece of equipment I recently bought, that being a Bofeng UV5R two-way radio. And um, when I listened to it back, I realised I was speaking far too quickly. I shall try not to do that this time. It's a bit difficult to gauge the speed uh, you're speaking at when you're uh, sitting in the room on your own. Anyway, this is a very small uh, episode uh, that I found some undocumented features on the Bofeng and I thought I'd share them with you. Um, the previous episode was was way longer than I expected it to be. In reality, I, I should have split it up, but um, I tried to split it up, but it, it, it didn't flow well, so hence why it ended up being 41 minutes long or something like that. Anyway, on with this one. So, what undocumented features did I find with the Bofeng UV5R radio? That's a, the Bofeng UV5R, UV5R uh, if you remember, is a, is a two-way handset that's, uh, that can be pressed into uh, use for, uh, I don't know, for security guards, taxi companies, but it can also be used as an amateur radio, two-way radio. So the undocumented features, uh, the first one is, which is very useful, I'm sure I looked at both the uh, official manufacturer's uh, documentation and the Chinese um, um, radio project documentation, or whatever it was called, um, that you couldn't navigate uh, when you were in channel mode, in other words, when you've got pre-programmed frequency stored in, in memory channels and if you're in that channel mode uh, it said that to navigate to a particular channel you used the up and down arrow keys uh, and there was no mention of a, a quicker route to a particular channel and initially I, I tried just typing the, the number in and, and of course it, it didn't work um, 
But um, what I found was that it's got to be a three-digit, uh, it's maybe quite obvious really. So for example, if I want to go to channel 35, I've got to type 035, so if I do... There you go, I'm now on channel 35. So that's very handy, uh, much quicker than, than holding the up down arrow key and trying to stop it at the right place when you're trying to find a particular channel. The next thing I noticed was that I think it mentioned in the uh, in the Chinese um, documentation manual that um, the, um, the S meter, the, 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 the meter on the top left hand side of the screen which um, gives you an indication of the signal strength and I think they were suggesting that it doesn't and that it just is either on or off and that's not strictly speaking the case uh, if you get a, a signal um, you listen to it and you put your hand around the, uh, the antenna the rubber antenna that supplied then you'll reduce the signal strength and you'll see that uh, the, the, the the bars on the, on the a signal drop off, so it does indeed indicate the signal strength, although it's still of limited use because it's such a small graphic and difficult to see. And and I, I don't think it responds immediately. It's obviously doing a sampling, and and after a, a, a second or so, it, it it updates. So it's perhaps still not that 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 useful. But anyway, it, it does actually represent the some sort of signal strength. You, you know, you, you can you can tell whether it's getting stronger or weaker or whatever. The next undocumented feature was. Um, I found completely by accident while I was trying to hit the scan button which is a star key that if you hold down the zero key then which I'll do okay so when you do that it gives you an indication of the battery voltage the current battery voltage might be useful so when you in this case mine says bat DC 7.2 volts at DC 7.2 volts, so that's that's kind of useful, I suppose. Um, now the remaining um, undocumented feature that I found was to do with um, uh, tones and such. Like now, if I hold, if I transmit with the push the PTT button and and touch any of the key keys, you know the numbered keys, well, you get a, D, a DTMF tone. Um, so you, you'll maybe recognise this for these tones when I um, when I do it. So. Here's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and so on. Now that's 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 documented. That's fair enough. And another tone you can do is you can send out a a seventeen hundred and fifty hertz a uh, 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 sine wave tone. Um, if you push the PTT and AB key. You can probably hear that. Now, if I do the same thing with my other handset I've got here, it'll be the same tone. There you go, same tone. So uh, that's 1750 hertz. Now that's used here in the UK and I'm presume, presume in other countries. Um, it was used historically to uh, access uh, amateur radio repeaters. And uh, so although these days... Um, they tend to use uh, CTCSS tones rather than just a 1750 hertz tone. Anyway, it can still be useful for accessing the odd repeater. So you basically push the, the transmit button and hold it, hold hold the AB key down, and you get a nice clean 1750 to 50 hertz tone. But what I also found was that 
if you push the either the if you push the band key while doing that, so PTT and band, you get that tone. And if you push the PTT and VFO band, VFO VFO band, no VFO MIR, I should say, you get that. So you get you've got that, that, and that coming from. Um, the AB key, the band key, and the VFO MR key. Now, what these other two tones do, I have no idea. What, what application they're used in, I don't know. Whether it's uh, in PMR use or um, maybe in other countries, they, they use other um, audio tones to access repeaters. I don't know. I'd be quite interested if anyone knew what these other tones were. Uh, I don't have a, a scope or anything here to... Um, to take a sample of the tone and, and work out what frequency it actually is. But let me just think if um if I do that again, so A B okay uh, band that's a higher frequency and the M R M I R VFO M I M R is a lower frequency. So it's so there's a frequency there's a tone above seventeen fifty and a to tone below seventeen fifty but what these two tones are, I, I don't know. Anyway, that's about it. That's that's all I was going to say. I hope I haven't uh, bored you all too much. And um, maybe catch you at another point in time. Um, and if, if you've got any comments or want to contact me, uh, I can be contacted at mrx at hpr at googlemail.com That's mrx at HPR, the at symbol, googlemail.com. So until next time, thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.